Hello, my name is Sadie and welcome to Moss or Man After Midnight. Welcome, welcome everyone. It is so good to be back. Um, of course, to you guys, you you probably are wondering, back? What do you mean, back? There's only one episode. What What's there to come back to? Well, let me tell you a story. So, last year in September, I uploaded one episode to this podcast, which at the time had been called Tea and Tarot, and I was hoping to kind of start my witchy podcast, you know? I was excited for it. I, at the time, had just started feeling uh, a little more equipped to do my practice, a little bit more motivated. So I kind of wanted to explore that and, you know, make a podcast out of it since I've wanted to make a sort of spiritual witchy-themed podcast since last January. However... As I mentioned in that episode, I ha- I was having really, really bad mental health issues. Um, and that's just something that I've dealt with pretty much all of my life. Um, but it was a very rough semester. And funnily enough, even though I was like, yeah, you know, I finally feel like I'm ready to do a podcast. I actually failed that entire semester. So... The podcast at that time had kind of been a no-go because I just was really, really stressed out with school and my mental health was getting really, really bad again. And so I was just gone for a year. I just I just let it drop. And so I am back now, a year later, to kind of pick up where I left off, which <laughs> I guess I didn't really leave a lot considering I only had the one episode. But here I am now. So if you're listening to this, you will only see one episode. I'm going to take that other one down. Maybe I'll repost it at some point. Um, But it was just kind of an introductory episode about me and my experiences and kind of what I wanted to get out of the podcast. Um, And I mean, personally, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a really good introduction to me. However, I think... I can say a little bit more now, and I kind of want the first episode about me to be a little bit more relevant to uh, what's going on with me as a person now. So I'm going to do it again and introduce myself to you guys. So to start off, like I said at the beginning of the episode, my name is Sadie, and I'm going to be your host. Um, You might be wondering, if my name is Sadie, why is the podcast called Mosser Man After Midnight? Well, let me tell you. I believe it was for Twitch. I was trying to think of a name and um, I was going to do Moss Man, similar to Mothman, and also I adore Moss as so many of us do. However, that was already taken, so I was kind of trying to figure out what I could do with that. It was a little bit similar because I didn't really want to have my um, kind of pen name that I had all throughout high school and such because I was just I was just ready for something new. 
So I ended up deciding on Mosser Man because it was similar enough to Moss Man and Moth Man and I thought it was funny. And it still has moss in it because I adore moss and that was actually um, what I was going to change my name to because I am non-binary. And for a little bit, I was really unsure about whether or not I was comfortable still being called Sadie. At this point, I've decided that I, I still am. I'm still going by Sadie. So that's just that. That's why it's called Monster Man After Midnight. Um, and to kind of have some spooky vibes. However, at the time of this recording, it is currently 8.30 in the morning Eastern, 7.30 Central. And I live right next to the time zone um, change. So it's quite early in the morning regardless for me. But yeah, so there's that. My name's Sadie. I am currently 22. I'll be 23 in January. I am an Aquarius right on the cusp. I am on the 21st. Uh, I am an Aquarius sun, Pisces moon, and Cancer rising, which is very interesting because my whole life I've always identified with Aquarius so much. I definitely feel that energy of like, the first air sign, you know, all intellect, no trying to like express emotion, you know, sort of the stereotypical Aquarius. But then it's really funny because my moon and my rising are both water signs, which means that I am a super emotional person, <laughs> but I try to come off like I'm not. So it's, it's really interesting. It's really funny, actually. Um, the older I get, the more and more I identify um, with the other aspects of my chart. So I, I just think that's totally hilarious. So if that says anything to you, if that's anything you need to know about who I am as a person, I'm an Aquarius sun, a very, very stereotypical one, but I'm also very heavily <laughs> water in my other aspects. So I'm also very, very emotional. Yeah, so I'm an Aquarius, of course, 22. Um, I guess I will talk a little bit about kind of what I'm wanting to do with this podcast. So if you have started listening to this, you know, if you've stumbled across me and my podcast, that means more than likely you're probably a little bit interested in spookier things. You're interested in witchcraft or spirituality, maybe both. So what I'm hoping to do with this podcast and kind of why I decided I wanted to have my own witchy podcast when there are so many wonderful, wonderful ones out there is that I personally... I, I mean, I love podcasting. I had a podcast before, didn't end up working out because it just ended up being really not great for my mental health, considering the um, sort of topic of it, but I loved it. I loved podcasting. I loved getting to share my thoughts and talk to other people, and witchcraft and spirituality are just so important in my life, especially now. I'm really starting to settle down into my practice and, I mean, I, I listen to other witchy podcasts, so it is sometimes a little bit difficult for me to justify to myself, 
you know, why do we need another one? However, in listening to other witchy podcasts and doing a little bit of research on other witchy podcasts, um, a lot of the really, really big ones seem to cover a lot of the same stuff. Not in, like, a bad way, but what I mean by that is, like, a lot of the really big podcasts tend to cover more of the quote-unquote light part of witchcraft. You know, they talk about tarot and crystals and herbs and, you know, but nobody really wants to delve into the quote-unquote darker aspects of magic. Um, You know, there's a lot less talk about everyday stuff and what that can look like with, you know, what isn't necessarily mainstream. And I know there are a good few number of popular um, witches who do stuff like YouTube and, you know, are on TikTok and other social media platforms. And I feel like those have a little bit more um, diversity in the topics because it's a lot more about, you know, people's personal practices. And so I feel like with that, there is a lot more kind of about the various aspects of witchcraft. However, I don't really see it in podcasts. And maybe I'm just missing it because, you know, I can't listen to every single witchy podcast ever. That's just not feasible, unfortunately. But I am hoping that I can sort of fill that gap Um, And in the meantime, I will get to research and learn more about the stuff that I'm super interested on top of having those other podcasts as resources for aspects that I might not necessarily cover. So that's kind of what I want to do here. I want to try and be a resource for various aspects of witchcraft that, you know, people might not necessarily talk about nearly as much, uh, because they're not as mainstream. So, going forward, I guess I'll tell you guys a little bit about my spiritual background, let you get to know kind of what my journey has looked like. So, I have been practicing on and off since I was in middle school, and I am now Uh, I recently dropped out of college, but I did do four years, so I would say it's been probably nine years, more or less. Uh, There was about a year that I just wasn't practicing at all to any extent, so probably somewhere between seven and nine years um, I've been practicing in some variety. So, in middle school, I don't know what it was that got me there, but I found this website, and I'm pretty sure it was a Wiccan website, but basically I stumbled across it, you know, I was really interested in looking at the stuff on it, because I've always been super fascinated by, like, mythology and occultism and sort of fantastical things. So I was like, heck yeah, I'll look at this, and so I was looking at the spells, and at the time and it's really unfortunate and it's definitely something I will want to talk about more because it's really important to me um but at the time I really really 
wanted to be white. Um, I am a person of color. I am brown. I am mixed. Um, I'm also queer and non-binary. So there's kind of a lot of stuff that has intertwined with my practice. But at the time starting, it was actually my racial identity that kind of got me into witchcraft and like looking at the spiritual and sort of getting interested in it because at the time I just I wanted to be white and middle school is a really tough time uh despite the fact that I went to a really school really small middle school and was actually fairly well known you know a lot of people like me their teachers did because I was a really good student um I really struggled with wanting to look like what I saw in society. So, you know, I wanted to be thin. I wanted to be white. I wanted to have straight hair. I wanted all the boys to like me. And so that led me to trying to do spells when I was like 11 years old. So I tried to change my eye color first. That was the first thing I did. And I remember... I wanted, like, blue or purple or red eyes. I remember I had this super weird fascination in middle school with, like, wanting to have red eyes. It was really bizarre. But there was that. And so after I kind of discovered that, I kind of identified as Wiccan, kind of didn't. It was kind of a weird time. But I was, quote-unquote, practicing witchcraft, you know, trying to do spells, even though it was (laughs) not really anything. But then I met, or I guess I didn't technically really meet him, because um, I was in band. I was in band throughout middle school and high school. And so, because I went to a really small middle school, I think there were maybe 60 people in band across the three grades but there was a percussionist and a saxophone player and so I believe I knew the percussionist first but at some point at the end of like the first semester so like going towards our Christmas concert I had been introduced to the idea of Satanism And so at that time, I had looked it up, you know, being a up-and-coming, rebellious teenager, and especially being an Aquarian at that, you know, wanting to be unique and sort of um, being super about freedom and individuality and, you know, stuff like that. I was really drawn to Satanism. Um... So I was like, yeah, you know, I can really get behind the tenants and like following my dreams and my passions without hurting other people, but like doing whatever it takes and, you know, yada, yada. But then I met the saxophone player and he was like, oh yeah, I'm a Satanist. And I was like, oh my goodness, crazy. And so funnily enough, you know, as middle schoolers do, we started dating, quote unquote, The thing was, though, was that he was the sort of stereotypical Satanist, you know, like the Satanist that caused the satanic panic, that sort of deal. Like, he wanted to sacrifice animals and 
you know, do, I guess, evil things. Like, he was more of a Satanism as a means to harm. Which wasn't really cool, um, obviously, looking back on it. And it, that was actually what ended up making me be like, oh, I don't really want to be associated with Satanism if this is what it looks like for other people. And it is what it looks like for some people, but not the majority. And I know that now. But at the time, I was like, oh. So I dumped him, dropped Satanism, and was kind of not looking into anything until I got into high school. When I got into high school, I moved back to where I had gone to elementary school, uh, back to the town, because I moved around a lot when I was a kid. So in high school, I was reunited with a childhood friend, as well as I met, like, the friends that she had made in the time that I had been gone, and I ended up meeting my best friend, and she got into tarot, and then when she got into tarot, I got into tarot, and I got into tarot hard. Um, she actually gifted me my first deck, which was an extra that she had. And if you're someone who knows anything about Wiccan traditions, I believe this is part of the Wiccan tradition. And if not, it's very much so in what I've seen pushed by Wiccans and sort of the mainstream Wiccan ideologies. Um, I do not believe in like that you have to have your first tarot deck gifted to you I don't think that's a thing I think if you're called to a deck or any sort of divining tool that you should be able to get it for yourself you shouldn't have to be like oh no it's not gonna work if someone doesn't gift it to me however I was gifted my first deck um I was actually <laughs> my best friend gifted me like half of the decks that I own at this point just because that's one of the really big shared interests that we have. So throughout high school, I didn't identify with a religion. However, I was divining, you know, I was practicing tarot. Um, me and my best friend would do readings for each other as we tried to figure out how to do tarot. And then when I got into college, I initially had a roommate as a freshman and, you know, we had some disagreements. We just ended up not, like, being a really good match roommates-wise. So after, like, a month or so, they ended up moving out. And I didn't end up getting another roommate. So essentially the entirety of my freshman year and then the entirety of my sophomore year, I didn't have a roommate, which was really nice. So my freshman year, I ended up getting back into sort of looking at Wiccan uh, beliefs and Wiccan practices. I ended up getting really, really into plants. And I just had like 30 plants in my dorm room. Um, it was really funny, but it was also wonderful. And it got even crazier my sophomore year when I was living alone again. And I still had like 30 plants, but instead of being like plants I grew from seed, it was like 30 house plants. And I still have some of those actually. So I have some, um, some of my first plants I ever got and they're like two to four years old, depending. So that was a really 
fun time. Um, that was also when I got really, really into yoga. So at that point, my sophomore year, I wasn't really identifying as Wiccan anymore again. I was more so just spiritual and I was just trying to get back into my practice and figure out what was important to me and what I wanted to do and what resonated with me. And so I got really into sort of herbology, uh, kitchen witchery. I got into yoga and meditation. I was really just trying to be super mindful and I was just exploring stuff as I was learning. So I was more interested in just branching out and learning as much as I could at that point. And then my junior year, I did end up having two different roommates, one for my fall semester and one for my spring semester right before COVID. So I couldn't really practice in the same way that I had been because I had other people living with me. However, I was getting more into, I guess, sort of the the lifestyle of it, you know, kind of toying around with calling myself a witch and dressing in ways that made me feel more witchy. And I believe, yeah, it would have been the fall of my junior year that I would have started listening to the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. I believe so. So I started listening to them right before they hit their first year of podcasting. So that was the first really big podcast that I had stumbled upon. Um, Other than on YouTube watching like Harmony Nice, I wasn't really aware or into a lot of sort of witchy and spiritual uh, content creators, I suppose. So when I stumbled upon them, I mean, it was... It was really cool. I remember following along, um, you know, seeing them hit their first year anniversary, listening to their podcast and learning stuff, and kind of seeing, you know, this is so much more than anything I had ever dreamed of. So at that point, I was really starting to step into a solid practice and sort of what I believed in and what witchcraft meant to me. And then, of course, COVID hit. Everyone at my university got sent home in the spring. And um, because my university had a three-year like living on campus policy, I was able to live off campus after that because I had done my three years as a junior up to being a junior. So I ended up moving into my own place, which I am still currently living in. And from there, there have been like, I've had dips and, you know, times of not really practicing as much. However, at this point right now, and For the past, I don't know, six months or so, things have really been building. And I definitely feel like I've finally come into it. I have my own space. You know, I have control of my finances. I get to do what I want to do and explore the things that I want to explore on my own terms. Which has been really, really cool. And really, really just something I'm so grateful for. 
which is why I'm back to wanting to do this podcast because I have at this point you know I am doing what I want to do I have settled and I am kind of able to talk from a better foundation and so that's where I am now so I suppose I will dive into a little bit more um some labels I suppose I'm not someone who really likes to endorse labels for myself however I do understand how helpful they can be um especially when discussing things from a minority perspective. So like I said, I am a person of color, I am queer and non-binary. Along with that, you know, I'm young. So there are all of these aspects of who I am and how I identify that really impact um, my craft and really impact sort of what I feel I have to offer because I mean as I see it with a lot of content that is out there sort of with witch talk and YouTube and podcasts there are a lot of people talking about witchcraft now you know it's sort of this really big cultural phenomenon at this point however a lot of it is still you know young white women, you know, young white girls. So in that, even though I'm one of those people at this point where my practice mostly just looks like, you know, having plants and having intentions while I cook and, you know, using crystals and tarot and such, which is pretty standard, I would say, across what people think of when they think of witchcraft. I think I have some views on practices and um, different aspects of witchcraft that are a little bit more unique just in that my perspective I don't think is one that is talked about a lot because a lot of the mainstream attention is again you know on younger white women so hopefully that is something that will resonate with you guys um because I know for me, listening to podcasts, especially with, like, the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, my favorite podcast. I absolutely adore it. I adore Charlie and Macy. However, they're a little bit older, and they're both white, and they're from Texas, and their circumstances are just entirely different from mine. So while I love the content that they make, there's not as much ability to, um, resonate personally with their experiences in some of the ways that I wish I could have you know I see a lot of people who are absolutely wonderful extraordinary um and you know they teach me a lot however I feel personally like my practice is missing a little bit of that community and missing a little bit of the nuance that comes with Things like being a person of color, things like being queer, non-binary, things that come with, you know, being a little bit younger. You know, I'm in my early 20s, so I'm not a teenager, which seems to be the really big thing on, like, TikTok. But I'm also, you know, not close to 30, which is 
what I see a lot more on like YouTube and in podcasts and kind of right in between that age-wise of where a lot of the big creators are. So I feel like that is enough justification for me at least to make this podcast, to try and get my voice out there and to try and create a platform for people like me to feel like they have a voice and a space in this community, um, at least a little more personally and not just like having people say it, but like not actually seeing it and being a part of it because, you know, there just aren't a lot of creators uh, who fit, you know, these many different labels. So that's a lot about me. Um, Going a little bit more into sort of technical of what I'm hoping to do with this podcast, I, if you are someone who uh, listened to that initial episode from a year ago, it's still pretty much the same. I still want to do the same stuff. If you did not get to listen to that while it was still up, um, <laughs> it's you didn't miss anything crazy. I will talk about it now. I really want to explore... I don't want to say non-traditional. I think it's more like non-mainstream uh, sort of topics in relationship to spirituality and witchcraft. You know, I think there is a lot of emphasis on the quote-unquote light aspects of magic and of witchcraft practices. And I would love to explore some of the other stuff, you know. I want to talk about my own experiences with what I do um, because there are a lot of mainstream sort of, I guess, ideas about what witches should and should not do from as little as like, oh, don't blow out your candles to as big as like, don't hex people because yada yada. So I want to sort of explore some of that stuff, you know, talk about my experiences and my thoughts, especially coming from my personal perspective, which is which doesn't quite align with a lot of the mainstream perspectives. I want to talk about stuff that's, you know, maybe a little bit more macabre. I want to talk about bones and potentially using sort of death in in one's practice. I want to talk about simple things like like including yoga and meditation. I want to talk about my own experiences with like dreams and spirit guides and I want to personally learn more about I guess the left hand path, learn more about baneful magic and just all of that stuff that a lot of witches seem to not want to look at and um, learn about. I would also love to do sort of my own deep dive into tarot because tarot is just so important to me and this is as good a platform as any to uh, inspire me and encourage me to look more into it. But there's that. I also really want to try and get into contact with people who might have different opinions than me, uh, who have different experiences that, you know, might not be my experiences, but are also unique um, 
from sort of the mainstream experience. I would also really love to discuss more about like quote-unquote negative entities, you know, stuff like demons, stuff like angels, which can be, you know, if depending on who you are and how you look at things, um, they can also be really frightening. So I just kind of want to look at a lot of stuff that isn't necessarily talked about a lot in sort of witchy podcasts. I've seen some overlap in podcasts geared more at like occultism, um, but I want to have something that'll more geared towards like witchiness and spirituality than like occultism. I also want to address stuff like labeling and how that impacts people's practices, you know? How does being a woman impact someone's practice? How does being a person of color impact their practice? How does uh, being queer impact someone's practice? Stuff like that, which is also stuff I tend to not see. Because again, I mean, that mainstream sort of perspective of being spiritual and witchy comes from a white woman sort of perspective. So that doesn't mean everything's going to look the same for people who are not like that. I would also love to review some content, I suppose, of witchier spiritual varieties. I mean, a big one, and I guess this is just a little wink wink for the future. I, I like, I would love to look at and review The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which was really impactful to me, both as, you know, a queer person of color, uh, but also as a witch and sort of looking at how they deal with the things in that show. So there is all of that. I know it's a lot, but hopefully if you have stuck around to this point, I have intrigued you a little bit with what I am hoping to offer you. Of course, at this point, you know, there's not a lot going on. And at some point I'm hoping to get some social medias up. Uh, so that I can communicate with you guys. But for now, obviously, if you want to hear more, if any of this stuff interests you, go ahead and follow the podcast on the platform that you're listening on. If you're able to leave a review, go ahead and do that. Um, that helps me know that people are interested. And it also helps other people be able to find this podcast. Um, if it gets big enough, you know, and it's something that people seem to like, that's going to be really important um, to kind of be that perspective that isn't necessarily mainstream. So hopefully this has been a good time for you guys. I have really enjoyed being able to talk with you guys and sort of tell you a little bit about me. I have lots of things that I and planning uh, lots of things that I'm excited to talk to you guys about. I am hoping to publish episodes probably once a week. We'll see. Um, at this point, I don't have like a consistent sort of like nine to five job. So I imagine it'll be a little bit easier. I'm not in school anymore. So hopefully once a week. And today was just sort of a... um off chance thing because I suddenly got the drive to uh, record stuff and get started on this again. 
but I imagine in the future I will probably be aimed a little bit more towards the weekends. Um, but yeah, I guess other than that, I don't really have anything. So I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day or evening or night or whatever time of day it is for you. I sincerely hope that I can offer a safe space for everyone listening um, to feel like, you know, their perspective is heard or, you know, looked at. And I sincerely hope that I can be along for the ride with you as you get to discover your practice more and as I get to discover mine. So until next time, guys, bye-bye.